Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. We're going to break down these divisional games from every single angle. Some things went our way, others did not. My co host is heartbroken today. Uh, were you able to enjoy the remainder of the weekend no. after your team got throttled? No. It was done after that. No, I was a miserable person to be around on Saturday night. Just very dead. Still feeling pretty dead. I watched the games yesterday in total silence. I mean, I knew this could happen. After the first touchdown, they went right down the field, and the Giants had a bad exchange when they got the ball. I'm just like, how did I ever believe yeah, they could win this game yeah. in this environment too. Yeah. I mean, there's creatures out there in Philly, and uh, good luck, Brock Purdy, this weekend. <laughs> I cannot believe I let you rope me into this. Well, I blame that you. was. I even said I'd be afraid to take the seven and a half. I'm just rooting for as a fan here. Yeah, I knew it was dicey. I did think there was that chance. I kept bringing up oh seven and eleven. You want to do it as a Giant fan. Don't hit that button. Hit that button. No, yeah. they're like 2007, 2011, but uh, <laughs> this is year one of the new regime. It just wasn't time yet. We can't match up. Uh, the Eagles team as a whole is loaded, and and I've been saying that all year about Philadelphia is that at their best, oh, yeah. they're better than everybody else in the NFL, but they hadn't played at their best in a while. It was kind of like my same thought process with the Cowboys going up against the Bucks the week prior. It's like, okay, I know that their talent is better than Tampa, but they have been they've been playing like crap. I thought Philadelphia had just sort of uh they peaked too early, like the kid in high school. I but hope. that's not the case. That is not the case. Oh, they no, are so They just are who they are. They just they had a couple of bad weeks. They dealt with some injuries. Lane Johnson was out. Jordan Davis missed some time. Jalen Hurts had a shoulder issue. Right. You know, now they've got they got everybody back at the exact right time, and they looked like they were playing in late September. Firing on every single cylinder, and Sirianni gets to, you know, make the pompous faces and, and interactions and, you know, all the stuff that he's he was so, doing, gyrations. Yeah. He's, a, he's able to do that because they got it rocking the way they do on all three phases. I mean, there's not one weakness that I can see right now. They don't have, you know, I don't think they have one. Um, Sirianni is so Philadelphia, too, with how obnoxious he is. So uh, we'll we'll talk about that game. We'll talk about all the games. I have listened to so much post-game TV. It's been so locked into all of these games, the pregame shows, halftime show, post-game shows. This morning, I made the rounds listening to national radio. Of course, I listened to Bianchi on our station uh, watching some of the talking head shows. I even turned on first take. Stephen A. Smith had a cowboy hat on and a cigar mocking Michael Irvin. I mean, it was, I, I just like, I sort of bask in the glory of this because we've only got a few games left. All these games are so big. Each game delivers someone to get excited about that moves on and then a, a whole other storyline with, mm-hmm. the, with the team that falls off. One of the things that I love coming out of this weekend is just how many storylines there are to bite into. So my question to you, Tazi, my question to the audience to open the show today is coming out of this weekend, 
What is the number one storyline talking point that piques your interest? I have an answer, but I'll let you go first. I mean, it has to be Mahomes because of what's going to happen next week, and the Bengals already match up with them pretty well. And if he's not 100%, that gives the Bengals an even better chance, even though on that Chad Henney epic drive from, what, the, their own two-yard line? Henney looked good. <laughs> Andy Reid ball is on full display. So it's that just shows what type of system you're dealing with against Kansas City, nonetheless, having the best quarterback in the game in that system, it's pretty serious. But, uh, you know, right behind them is the team they're playing with uh, Joe Burrow and the Bengals. That line really held up and then some. Yeah, obviously a lot of uh, a lot of places you look, they're going to be talking about the Cowboys losing to the 49ers and uh, all the hype that was created the week prior. And uh, we knew that that was going to be the case if they lost. That's why they were number one or number two on our pressure ranking list that we did last week. But for me, it is the unquestioned ascent of Joe Burrow. And, and though the overall health of the quarterback position, but number one for me is is Joe Burrow. I think Burrow is a win away from snatching the face of the NFL moniker away from Mahomes. It was Brady for years. Mahomes took it away. He's the new young face. He's got all the talent in the world. He's got the fun throws that he does. If Burrow beats him again, it's done. Burrow's the guy and that everybody else fall in line after him. And we can love those guys, too. But when we're starting a list, the list has to start with Joey B. The fact that he went into Buffalo with a banged-up offensive line and beat with DeMar Hamlin in the box and beat the hell out of Josh Allen. It wasn't even close. My son is three. He knew which quarterback looked better in that Mm -hmm. game. I mean, he has just time and time again impressed us road wins last year to get to the playoffs and we're like oh that was a they got hot last year they got a little better this year in terms of just the overall structure of their roster their line was better well then he's going into this game with a shoddy offensive line at best and still you couldn't tell i mean i thought going into the playoffs look at my bracket that we filled out i had the Bengals going to the super bowl and i wavered because of this offensive line. Burrow and the system in Cincinnati is so good, it doesn't even matter. So I'm taking the Bengals this weekend. I'm tired of betting against Joey B. Yeah. Burrow has my heart, and he's one win away from snatching that moniker away from Patrick Mahomes. Well, shout out Joe Mixon, because he really controlled the ground there and got tough yards in a cold game with snow on the ground uh, yeah, what else is there to say about Joey B? I think they do get back because of Patrick being a little banged up. I mean, you know, that game will be interesting, and it's not like it's that easy to call. But my early thought is eagles Bengals, which is kind of a sexy matchup, even though I hate the Eagles. A lot of themes. I mean, you know, we've talked about it before the show started. Any combination of Super Bowl matchups certainly piques the interest. But All of them are good. As That's far great. as Joe Burrow is concerned, I mean, what he's done for, like, what was a dead franchise before he got there. Like, the Bengals were cool with Ocho Cinco and all that stuff, and then they just kept getting eliminated in the first round year after year. But once Burrow came in there, besides that rookie season, which ended prematurely because of an injury, I mean, it's going to be Super Bowl appearance followed by Super Bowl appearance. And... Whether he wins or not, just the fact that they're becoming perennial AFC-type champion teams, I mean, yeah, they got it on lock. He's amazing. 
He just has all those small details that make a great quarterback. It's not necessarily even flashy, even though he's swaggy and confident. He just does what needs to be done, and they really play as a team. They tackle well on defense, yeah. and then you got Chase and, and T. Higgins, and Hayden Hurst has been a nice little weapon for them. So Zach Taylor also deserves some credit for you know keeping it rolling. Yeah, I mean, they have a good enough defense and, and good enough weapons that if they have a quarterback that is that can make special throws and never get rattled, you have to beat the Bengals. They're not going to beat themselves, and that's exactly what they have in Burrow. That's what we admired for years with Brady. Yeah. And it's funny because I'm watching this play out again. We constantly have the conversations of, who the best quarterbacks are, and Burrow, because of what he did last year, does end up in the conversation, but we usually start with the guys that are special physically. Right. Mahomes and Allen, it just feels like they're just built different, you know? We even throw Justin Herbert in there, and we watched it for 20 years with Brady. There's nothing special about him physically compared to other quarterbacks, like he's compared to us, but like <laughs> compared to those guys, like there's nothing special about Tom except the fact that like when it, ma- yeah, when it mattered the most, he was always better than everybody else around him. We're watching it happen again. I'm just not going to make the same mistake I made throughout Brady's career where, where all I wanted to do was talk about how great Roethlisberger and Peyton Manning uh, were and, and Aaron Rodgers. It's Burrow. Burrow's oh, the yeah. guy. I mean, pocket presence, being prepared, having the confidence, instilling it in his teammates, and just to, because I'm a Josh Allen guy, and I'm going to support him, and, you know, I, I, the Bills have needed a running back for years, and they have not addressed it. I think they'll do whatever they can to bring in a high-priced guy or big name to help out, and that might not even still do it. But I thought, the, the I mean, not having Brian Dayball is is a thing for them. I think maybe they kept the wrong guy in McDermott over Dayball, <laughs> considering, you know, Josh Allen is the face of your team, so you kind of want to go all in with that side of the ball, losing Von Miller knew that could, would probably pay the biggest dividend, pay the biggest price for that Bills team. Yeah, uh, yeah. After Diggs, what else is there at wide receiver? I Gabe mean, G- Davis really just a no show most of the season. He was dropped very, the ball yeah. yesterday. I don't trust anyone behind Stephon Diggs. Dawson Knox catches touchdowns here and there, but Josh is in theory like on his own, and then his one aide and Stephon Diggs was yelling at him on the sideline. Yeah, right. Yeah, I mean, Gabe Davis did have a really disappointing season. We were all pretty high on him, especially in the fantasy world. And he'd deliver in any, in any sort of form, whether it was real life or otherwise. Uh, but jo- I thought Josh Allen was bad. You know, I think you're right about what you're saying about the offense. It looks like on paper... Like they're good, but he also buoys a lot of that. He, he does everything. He didn't, but he didn't do it. Not yesterday. I think the snow screwed up that entire team. Their defense looked slow. They always looked like they were out of place. I mean, the Bengals' offensive line was a ragtag group. All I saw were gaping holes. They meant business. They it's... really did. They were physical. They took it to him. Josh Allen should have been involved in the running game more. They just didn't look creative from what I saw of the game. I got forced kind of listening to a lot of it on radio. Ian Eagle with some great calls, with some great Mike Mayock commentary in between, and they just kept talking about the trenches. And Ugh. it's just so funny because last week we're like, ah, the Bengals have won all these games in a row, and the Bills are looking a little shaky, but that Bengals O line's weird, and you know the Bills feel destined. But go figure. I mean, the story of this game was the trenches, as they all are really, and and the Bengals took it to them. So many more games to look at. We're going to continue to. 
uh, break down all of the playoff games that we saw over the weekend. If you want to call in and roast Tazi, you can. Yep. 407-916-8255. 407-916-TALK. We're back with more playoff talk after this. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.